Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the special radio show with Dr. Doug Thompson. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here, and we're going to be talking to the doctor about his over 25 years' experience in state-of-the-art oral health. Dr. Thompson will also be talking to us about what you need to know when engaging with a dental practice that is much more than just cosmetic. He's one of the very few practices that engages in prevention and takes a critical look at the overall health of the patient. He'll talk to us about the serious connection between gum disease and most of the major diseases of our time. He'll also tell us about where his research has led him with respect to avoiding these silent killers. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome to another edition of the Dr. Doug Thompson Medical Radio Show here on WJR. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Dr. Thompson and also Dr. Chelsea Watkins in his practice. Both are general dentists and oral health specialists in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. They're with us discussing the latest diagnostic methods they use to diagnose, to diagnose many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. Dr. Thompson, Dr. Watkins, welcome back. Let's start by talking about why your practice is different from that of other dentists and how you're involved with the medical aspect of dental care and health care. Well, thank you, uh, Amory. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, Chelsea, for joining me. It really started out of just being curious about learning about how oral pathogens, this started over 15 years ago, learning about how oral bacteria, yeast, or viruses could affect your systemic health. And I was blown away to learn that, you know, if you had certain kinds of bacteria, you could have up to a 50% greater chance of forming some kind of cancer. Or if you were a pregnant woman and you had the wrong kind of bacteria, you could have maybe seven times risk of having a problem with your baby or even the brain development of your child. And and it goes on and on, up to 57 different diseases, 70% more likely to develop Alzheimer's if you're exposed to the wrong kind of bacteria for a 10-year segment. And, and it goes, again, it goes on and on. And so I thought, I owe my patients a little bit different care, and I wanted to elevate the standard of care for them by helping identify who would be in my practice that might be at risk. Who would be at risk for oral disease? Who would be at risk for other kinds of problems? And when I started to look at the saliva samples of people, which is a really simple, either a swish and spit test or, or spit in a test tube and collect a small amount of saliva and send it to a testing company. And within two weeks, you learn very valuable data that can change the trajectory of someone's care. And that was the beginning piece. So why we test was for those reasons. But then I had a bigger daunting task, and that was to figure out what to do with the information once I got it. And that's what we've spent the last 15 years doing, and it's really changed how we treat patients in our practice. And it's been an amazing event. And now I get small thank you letters like, thank you for saving my life. Um, thank you for changing my my health care, and it's just been a very, very rewarding experience as a health care provider. But just to be clear, because most of us, we all go to see dentists, but what you're doing is unusual, and it's over and above just the regular dental 
visit or the regular dental care. And that's what's so amazing about it is that we now know that these pathogens exist in the mouth and that they are responsible for many of these deadly diseases if they get under the gum and start traveling into your into your body, into your systemic system. So, you know, there are very few de dentists who take on this extra added uh, experience of checking for these pathogens in the mouth. And tell us a little bit about how you do it. When someone comes in to see you and you decide that you're going to embark on this, looking for the pathogens in the mouth, what, what's the test like? How does it work? Well, it's a great question because when I first learned about the test and I first started to use a test, I only used it on patients that I thought had disease. But now we're at a point where we have such a good, thorough understanding of how how significant these bacteria can be to overall health. We're starting to do this pretty much for all new patients. And it's very simple. I give you a small uh, sample, a small vial of saline solution. It tastes a little bit like salt water. You swish for 30 seconds um, and you give that sample back to me and I send it to a testing lab. And within sometimes two days up to two weeks, I have the uh, test results. And we would call and uh, go over the test results. It's very affordable. It's very easy. And it's, um, it's unbelievably revealing. So I think it's, um, I, I hope that's what you're looking for. Well, it's a life-saving <clears throat> procedure because you're identifying some serious pathogens that exist in the mouth that how else would uh, the average patient going to a dentist, they're not going to have this exposure. They're not going to be, you know, able to get this kind of test. So it's. Well, I'm happy to, I'm happy to be a leader in this particular venue, if you will. And uh, we've had the privilege and Dr. Watkins has been part of a contributor to a, to a chapter in an integrative cardiovascular medicine textbook. So physicians take this very seriously. And it's just taken the dental world a little bit of time to catch up. One of the reasons why this is challenging is because your traditional dental insurance companies don't cover the procedure. Right. So a lot of dentists don't offer it because they just don't have the courage and they don't have the understanding of what to do with the information. And we've become really well versed in doing that. And again, it's been really rewarding. Well, I've always said that patients are also consumers and that they have the right to know what's out there, be it covered by insurance or not. The cost of the test is approximately what? Well, these tests can range anywhere from $195 to $375, but they're very affordable. And when you say $375, maybe for some people, they would say, well, that's a lot of money. It's very expensive. Well, I can tell you if it can save your life or it can prevent Alzheimer's or a stroke or a heart attack or no save your unborn child from uh, ADHD or autism or some other kind of issue, uh, it's, I think it's a no-brainer. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And I think that when people understand what, we, what you can find from that type of diagnostic testing, how easy it is, and it really is very affordable. I mean, it's the cost of a night out for dinner somewhere. I mean, it's really well worth it because certainly the diseases that it would identify and prevent at the early stages or before they get the disease, there's no comparison. It's just so worthwhile. And it's just sad that there's so few people that are doing it. There's no question about it. And so after the break, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about what we can do and how we do it. Okay, let's come back to that. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Doug Thompson radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here talking about oral health and disease prevention. Don't miss this opportunity to hear more about Dr. Thompson's unique practice that blends the science of medical and dental care. You're listening to the Dr. Thompson radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Doug Thompson live medical radio show here on WJR. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Dr. Thompson and with Dr. Chelsea Watkins, both general dentists and oral health specialists in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. They're with us tonight discussing the latest diagnostic methods they use to diagnose many systemic diseases from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctors, please call us directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Both doctors are here and ready to answer your questions. Let's come back and talk a little bit more about this innovative diagnostic testing that you do. Dr. Watkins, tell us a little bit more about what, what goes on during that testing. Sure. So once you collect the sample, depending on which test you order, you can test um, anywhere between a number of five different bacteria species to 29, depending on which one you select. And then you can also um, order tests for different yeast species and viruses as well, um, depending on the patient's background and interests. But these tests are very sensitive, so they measure the saliva sample um, pretty thoroughly and accurately. So if the bacteria, yeast, or virus is present, it's going to likely show up on the test. It is going to show up on the test. Um, and we just use this information really, especially if it's a newer patient or a patient who are just doing salivary diagnostics on for the first time as a baseline. Um, that baseline then helps us determine how effective our therapy is um, or how effective at-home interventions are if the patient isn't ready to commit to any in-office therapy. And um, we use the metrics over time to not only measure how effective the therapy is, but then how long the results last. And there's If I 10... could jump in. Oh, I'm go sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, sure. no, I just wanted to ask a question. You mentioned selecting a variety of different tests. Is it the patient that selects that or do you make a recommendation based on what they're most concerned about? Generally, recommendation based on what they're most concerned about. If it's a patient coming in from a medical referral, um, sometimes they have a really great idea about what they want, but a lot of times you're using the patient's medical history or clinical presentation to determine what you want to order. So the test itself is very simple. It's basically a swab of the saliva that you take. There's no needles there's no cutting there's it's no not invasive it's, it's not invasive yeah. it's very simple painless and yeah. then how long before they get the test back did you say usually about two to two and a half weeks depending on which test you order certain tests take a little bit longer but to your point it's either a 30 second swish and spit test where you just swish with a little saline solution or um, one of the tests you don't rinse with anything you just um, spit raw saliva into a test tube do you find that patients are, survive, are are shocked or surprised when they get the results back? Are you shocked or are you both sometimes taken aback by the results of the test, I would imagine? Yeah, I think um, patients sometimes are overwhelmed. I think one of the big barriers to testing, we mentioned barriers to testing earlier, a huge barrier to testing in any kind of diagnosis of periodontal disease is it doesn't hurt. A lot of dental infections, a lot of dental diseases, a lot of problems in the mouth don't hurt until they're a huge problem. Right. So when you diagnose something early for a patient, not only are they overwhelmed, but sometimes it's hard to convince them that there's really an underlying problem or really something to look into. And sometimes these tests are what it takes to show, show a patient that this is a big deal and it can really impact your health. 
Now, what kind of results do you get back? What are you looking at when you get back as far as uh, are they actually diagnosing certain, you know, diseases? Or what, what do you expect to get back in the written report that you get back on the test? Really, the quantity and the type of oral bacteria, yeast, or virus is present that d drives some of your treatment recommendations. So it can change different antibiotics you may recommend or different rinses. Um, but really what you're expecting to get back is a patient's unique profile, which then helps you determine how to treatment plan and how to, how to best tackle their specific situation. It's very unique and very individualized. And, and Amri, I, I just want to add one more thing. I want our listening audience to understand that the saliva test doesn't allow us to tell if you have Alzheimer's. It doesn't allow us to tell if you have heart disease. But what it tells us is if you have certain bacteria that contribute to those disease issues. So one of our biggest referral sources are physicians now that have patients with these disease issues. It's already, they already have the disease. And they're asking us, is the mouth contributing? Well, that's a unique perspective. I would like to change that, and I would like to inform my patients before they get heart disease and before they get Alzheimer's disease if their mouth could be contributing. So that's a, that's a little bit of a different swing, right? So the dentist really should be doing the test earlier to see if patients have the bacteria that put them at risk for these diseases instead of waiting until they go to a physician's office. The physician is having a hard time controlling the inflammation or controlling some part of the disease, then they send them to us to say, can you confirm that these patients have problems in the mouth? So right now we're getting more physicians referring patients to us saying, please help us figure out what's going on with these patients. And what I wanna do is change the trend so more people get curious on the front end and say, do I have the bugs that, or do I have the uh, pathogens in my mouth that could contribute to these other diseases? Yeah, I think it sort of sounds as though it's working backwards for the physicians to call you after they've diagnosed a patient with cardiac disease or diabetes or Alzheimer's or any of all of these scary diseases. Once you've got it, you're on a pathway in some cases that you're always going to be dependent on care, whether it's seeing a cardiologist all the time or, or having to go in for surgery, for stents, for whatever. You want to know about it. Prevention is all about finding out when you're 20. And one of the other things I want to throw in there is I know listeners are hearing about this and they're thinking, oh, I might have pathogens in my mouth. I'll just go out and buy the latest and greatest mouthwash. And it's really important for listeners and prospective patients to know that using a strong, you know, alcohol-based mouthwash is not going to kill this type of oral pathogen. There's no question. There's a there's a very sophisticated treatment methodology that's a that's that that's necessary to control this. We know that it takes a certain amount of time, and I can guarantee you that Dr. Watkins and I are going to change the paradigm in periodontal medicine about how long it takes and how hard it is. And it's unfortunate that it's so challenging to control oral health when you have something that's not healthy but unfortunately it's uh it needs to be treated like any other medical disease you have to 
you have to uh, develop a treatment plan and you have to, it's all customized and personalized and individualized for each patient because everybody has different risk modifiers. Maybe some people smoke, maybe some people have sleep apnea, maybe some people have diabetes and all these diseases are treated a little bit differently. So the bottom line is there's hope for everyone. It doesn't matter if you just had a heart attack or a stroke, it's not too late to figure out what's going on in your mouth and how to, and how to take the mouth out of the equation of contributing to systemic illness that could uh, be harmful or be fatal for you. And then the other thing is that cardiac disease and certainly the development of Alzheimer's takes years. It's not something that happens in six weeks or a month or, or a year. It's something that starts and you gradually, it's like a slow train moving forward into disaster. And this type of diagnosis is really very unique, this type of diagnostic testing. It sort of falls between the cracks because the doctors are not doing it early on. It's not part of your annual yearly physical that they take a swab of your saliva to find out what's growing in your mouth. They ought to be, but they're not. That's the future. And, and oh, it may be the future, but right now we're also looking at the fact that even within the body of dentists that are out there, they're not doing it either. So you're doing something that's very unique because you are delving into this pre you know, diagnostic well, testing. Well, how about this? We have patients, and I have uh, uh, a significant uh, list of patients now that we diagnosed over 13 years ago, and we treated them one time for the oral infection, and all they've had since that time is maintenance. And we've taken serial saliva tests over the years, and we've shown that those pathogenic bacteria don't come back to the numbers and the concentration and the... Uh, in the population, uh, like Dr. Watkins mentioned earlier. Well uh, worth the investment, no doubt about it. But in the meantime, we're going to have to take a brief break. You are listening to the Dr. Doug Thompson radio show, and we are here talking about the importance of diagnosing and treating gum disease and how it can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call the doctors directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You're listening to the Dr. Thompson Radio Show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the special edition of the Dr. Thompson Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here talking with Dr. Doug Thompson and Dr. Chelsea Watkins, both dentists and pioneers in prevention from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. They're here tonight explaining the medical diagnostic model they incorporate in their clinic to screen for many of the catastrophic diseases from cardiac disease to Alzheimer's that through early detection can be prevented. If you have a question for the doctors on the topics we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, it's 800-859-0957. Over the break, Siobhan told us we have a caller. Yeah, so we have Mike um, from Holly on the line. Mike, what's your question? I, I really don't have a question. I would like to encourage people. Um, I had a terrible periodontal, well, my periodontal disease uh, like four years ago, and I wasn't going to the dentist because I was petrified of them, but when I, when I ended up at a periodontist, and the guy turned my whole life around. I mean, I was going downhill with a gum disease. I recognized my teeth. I took a drug, um, the Fetapine, for years. 
And that is not good, according to him. And him and my doctor got together and got rid of that to get my blood pressure under something else. But I lost six of my front teeth with my gums that were just going crazy out of sight. They were pushing my uh, teeth out of my face. But you, you got to go. I mean, I just want to encourage yeah. people. And it's not the end of the world. Uh, uh, I was scared of the dentist for years of pain. But the what I went through, I went through like four surgeries. And it was no sweat. I mean, you might have to bite the bullet for maybe 30 seconds. But mm-hmm. um, it, it, I got to encourage people to go take care of their teeth. Because yeah, I you know, I Mike, I... Mike, I really appreciate your comments, and I appreciate your encouragement because I just want to share with you that what you went through is not because you were neglectful of your teeth. So this disease is not a disease of neglect. It's not because you didn't brush your teeth. It's not because you didn't take care of yourself. And in fact, your disease process was modified by a drug that you were taking for high blood pressure. So this is a real common thing that happens a lot. And I want to try to help relieve the guilt that people feel when they have a problem with their mouth or they don't look good. They think it's their fault and it's not your fault. And what you said is very important because it does take just a couple of treatments or maybe uh, you happen to see a specialist who really changed your life around. And that's amazing. And I'm glad you're grateful. I'm glad your disease treatment was successful. And I really appreciate you calling in and mentioning to other people to get the courage to come up and come and see someone for help because that's all you need to do. So thanks, Mike, for your call. I really appreciate it. And one thing I'd like to add here in listening to the caller is I think that people are still somewhat uh, afraid of the prospect of pain. And dentistry now is, is almost totally painless, right? I mean, it's the, the it's t- go ahead, Dr. Watkins, you're about to tell us. Yeah, it's. Um, relatively painless. I mean, depending on what kind of procedure you're having, to Mike's point, there might be, you know, some quick anesthetic at the beginning that's uncomfortable or a quick moment, but your practitioner wants to work with you and make it as pleasant of an experience as possible. We don't want people to have a bad experience or a bad time or a bad memory at the dentist, and that's never our goal. Now, I've I've been practicing for, you know, over 25 years, and I can't tell you how many patients come in and tell me old stories about going to the dentist and having to gut out uh, some kind of painful procedure. I can tell you that is not the dentistry of today. Um, We have beautiful ways to make people comfortable, and dentistry should not be painful. It should not hurt. And if you want a painless or a very minimally uncomfortable dental experience, um, we surely can make that happen for you. Yeah, and I think that, again, coming back to what I'm hearing in, in the caller, that is that they're just not aware. I mean, he's he already had lost teeth. I mean, he got to the point that things had deteriorated. That's so, a shame. Uh, to the point where he was lo- losing teeth. And then not only that, but he was lucky enough that his doctor and his dentist got together and that, the, you know, they got him on a treatment plan. But not every, like he said, he's calling to tell people he was lucky and the rest of them should look into it. And I mean, I would, me, myself, I would encourage everybody to come in and get that screening. I just think there's nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, Anne-Marie, one of the things that I really want to make sure that we talk about, let our listening audience know, is there's a brand new test and it's called a family and maternity, a family and maternity oral pathogen test. 
and it's it's a test that would be that would be really important for anybody who's planning on getting pregnant or who is pregnant. So if you're a grandfather, uh, if you're a uncle or a father and you have a niece or you have a son or daughter or a granddaughter um, that's uh, contemplating pregnancy and even families. And the reason why we talk about sons or husbands is because these bacteria are somewhat transmissible. It would really be nice for the family to be tested to find out if the expecting mother or the mother-to-be um, has any kind of pathogens that could put the baby at risk or that could put the development of the baby at risk. And uh, maybe Chelsea could talk about some of the things that happen to those, uh, to, 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 to moms, the expecting moms that have the wrong kind of oral balance. And this is a recent study, right? This, this is, is recent. no, it's not a recent yeah. study. This is a recent test. It's been on the market for about two months. It's wow. brand new, and it's something that I think every pregnant woman or every woman that's planning on being pregnant should learn about because the risk is over seven times to the um, to the unborn fetus if the wrong kind of pathogens exist in the mouth. Dr. Watkins, tell us about the test. Yeah, it's a very new test. Um, really selects for five unique bacteria that have been associated um, with pregnancy risks like preeclampsia, gestational hypertension, um, intraamniotic infection, um, neonatal sepsis, low birth rate, also tied to um, brain development in children, so linked to different diseases um, that show later in life in kids like autism, ADHD, um, but also has been linked to show that women who are struggling with fertility issues it may be linked to having high-risk high, high risk pathogens in your mouth. I mean, that's colossal what you just said. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I, Siobhan, what do you think? Are you listening to the doctor talking? No, I mean, it's, it's just incredible, yeah, that so many people probably don't know about it because those are such, yeah, monumental problems that could occur. And, you know, to be able to sort of screen it and know what the risk is or even solve it before it becomes an issue later in life, I mean, yeah, of course. And I, you know, I can pretty much guarantee you that anybody, any of young pregnant uh, women that are out there, nobody's telling them about this. They have no way of finding it out. Their dentist's not going to tell them. Their OB-GYN's not going to tell them. And so I think that's like monumental because obviously nobody wants to transmit some kind of horrifying disease onto their unborn child. I mean, and what you, that was a mouthful. I don't even want to repeat it, but it was all frightening. There was nothing... <laughs> Nothing there was nothing good. simple there about it. It wasn't like the common cold. It's like, okay, all the worst diseases we can think about. Right. And autism, you know, you don't get away with that. You know, once you have a kid that has autism, it's, it's for life. It's a life sentence. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's... Um, yeah, and we, we want to be clear that we're not saying that if you have an oral pathogen that contributes to autism, that you're going to have a child with autism. That's not what we're trying to say. But what we are trying to say very conclusively is the research is getting clearer and clearer. And the research is so compelling that what's in your mouth and what's growing in your mouth travels throughout your body and has a significant impact on 57 other diseases. And for the pregnant woman, it's only one of them. And so for under $200, you could find out what that is for you. And I can't imagine why anybody that's going to bring a young person into existence in the next year and a half, nine months, eight months, seven months, wouldn't want to find out um, what their oral condition is because these bacteria are transmissible to the baby in many ways.
I think the problem is that young girls just don't know about it and they need to be told, they need to find this out. Anyway, we're going to have to take a quick break. You are listening to the Dr. Douglas Thompson radio show and we are talking about oral health and disease prevention. If you have a question, you can reach out to the doctors directly by calling 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctors directly. You are listening to the Dr. Thompson Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the last segment of this special live edition of the Dr. Thompson Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight talking with Dr. Thompson and Dr. Chelsea Watkins about their state-of-the-art clinic and their practice of prevention. This is our final segment, so if you have a question for the doctors directly on the topics we're discussing tonight, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Let's talk a little bit more about this, Dr. Watkins. Is there, I mean, I, I'm thinking about all the women that are going, young pregnant women who have ab- they're absolutely clueless that this this is a, a necessary, you know, diagnostic testing that they have absolutely no knowledge about and not knowing what the ramifications could be as you proceed through, you know, a pregnancy and a delivery. Sure. So um, we were talking a little bit on the break, but actually there's, a good population of pregnant women who feel that it's best to avoid the dentist or that they shouldn't have any dental procedure done during pregnancy and that gets um, misinterpreted to mean no routine care. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's really no, almost no more important of a time to undergo routine dental exams and um, periotherapy or perio management or gum therapy or gum management than when you're pregnant just because different hormone changes and there are different um, things that can happen in the mouth while you're pregnant that there's no earlier or better time to screen for or catch during those early stages of pregnancy and maintaining your gum health and making sure that there's no increase in inflammation is going to be critical during these times, not only for the mom, but for the child as well. Mm -hmm. And you were talking over the break about the fact that the only worrisome time might be during the first trimester, but we've got the second trimester and the third trimester. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just allowing this bacteria to be consistently, you know, in the pregnant mother's mouth and transmissible, you want to get in and stop that right away. I mean, there anybody would would agree with you that they they should have this testing. Yes, and And, the only risk first trimester wouldn't be for any kind of testing like this. It would be for any kind of invasive dental procedure where you would need a lot of anesthetic or x-rays or something like that. But there's no risk to have your teeth cleaned or to have this testing done at any point during your pregnancy. Now, is this, I'm going to ask you um, again, Dr. Watkins, I'm going to ask you, is this test separate from the diagnostic testing that you're doing for all the other diseases, this pregnancy, this is new research, right? So it's actually included in one of the diagnostic tests that we offer in the practice. So there are two main companies that we use. Mm -hmm. Um, One is called Oral DNA. The other is High Risk 5. If you get the family and maternity oral pathogen test through the High Risk 5 company, not only do you get the five pathogens associated with that testing, but you also get the separate five that are 
included in the high-risk five test. So you get 10 total bacteria in one test, if uh, that makes sense. Dr. Thompson, I mean, obviously you've been in practice for a long time. How many dentists that are out there that if, if a pregnant woman is listening to the radio show tonight or a parent of a pregnant woman is listening and they think, oh, I'm going to call my dentist and get this test, I mean, come on, there's not that many dentists. Less than 1%. Right, exactly. And, yeah. I mean, that's really why they have to pay attention to, you know, getting into a practice like yours and calling a practice like yours because this is not available in the doctor's office, in the ob office. It's not available in most dental practices. And let's face it, the research is very recent. Yeah, and the reason why, uh, Anne-Marie, why I'm even on WJR, uh, believe me, my goal was never to be on a radio show. Um, my goal was to treat patients and use cutting edge technology to help make them healthier. And it was you and I in a conversation one day where you said, we should come on and tell our listening audience about this whole situation. So there's so few dentists right now that are doing this because it's new technology. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to you know, to know what's going on. And it was really by chance that I got involved with this over 13 years ago. And I've become very, very interested. And I've become a student of saliva testing and how to, you know, what to do with it. And it was really by chance that it happened for me. It wasn't by design. So I don't blame dentists for not knowing what to do, but it's going to be a long time before the average dentist learns the significance of this. And once they learn it, they'll all, they'll all do it, but it's going to be a long time for most. So how do we impart this information to the dental population, the dentists? I mean, they all ought to be know about it and avail themselves of the test and they all ought to offer the test. Yeah, I think that's a good question. And, you know, I've have the privilege of teaching at the COIS, K-O-I-S center in Seattle, Washington, where we do postgraduate programs for other dentists. So um, actually, Chelsea and I have a two-day hygiene program there where we teach dental hygienists. We have a four-day program there where we teach other dentists about wellness opportunities in dentistry. And um, in addition to that, we have an internet-based company called the Wellness Dentistry Network, where any dentist that might be listening could call and subscribe to our service. And we help guide and coach and teach dentists how to understand, learn about, and implement these protocols in practice. So we're an ambassador on many fronts. We're teaching dentists, we're helping dentists, we're teaching patients, we're helping patients, and we just want everyone to know this information because it truly can be life-saving for you or for someone you care about. And it's preventing, it's all about prevention because these diseases, many of them are, it's a life sentence or a death sentence. You know, there's no turning back. There is no cure for Alzheimer's. You get it, you're pretty much done. And all of those other horrible diseases, nobody wants to be encumbered with, you know, cardiac disease or have to get stents or have to be at risk for just constantly going down that that path of getting worse every year. So Yeah, well, let's face it, Anne-Marie. Today, it's about longevity and vitality. Right. And I can tell you what I want to do. When I get older, I want to be able to eat, drive a car, yes. and go have a, social me go have a social meal with my friends. And I think I want patients in my practice to have increased longevity and increased vitality, and they're going to do that through better oral health. And Dr. Watkins and I are poised to help anybody who's interested in that to have that become a reality. I think it's very important. I think all this diagnostic testing is is extremely important, and I think it's, you know, kudos to you both that you're even incorporated into your dental practice. And, and quite honestly, you know, my take on this is I think 
for, you know, 200 and something dollars, everybody should line up and get this testing done, whether you think you might be at risk or not at risk. And unfortunately for most of the listeners and, you know, for the medical community that's out there, they're not going to, to be able to avail themselves of the information. So, and to be worried about whether it's covered by insurance is shouldn't be something that is even a question. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can tell you, if you want really high quality care today, you're going to have to pay a little bit for it. It's not going to be covered by your insurance company. They're trying to keep you alive. Uh, we're trying to keep you well. And I can tell you that uh, it's a big difference. And so at our integrative oral medicine practice, um, we can do all the traditional dentistry services, implants and uh, veneers and crowns and all the stuff that traditional dentistry affords, but we've taken a really, really special interest in how oral conditions and oral pathogens can affect your systemic health and can change your really true life outcome. And so that's what makes us a little bit unique. And so I appreciate you giving us the exposure. No, you're completely unique. I mean, it's that's why I'm always encouraging you to stay on, on the air because how else are people going to know about this. There's no way to know about it. I mean, it's not something that's written up in the newspapers. Nobody's talking about it. And these are crucial tests that are, as you said, it's not, it's not just life saving. It's the quality of your life. It's like, however long you live, let's live a healthy life. Well, unfortunately we're out of time and that wraps it up for the Dr. Thompson radio show on 760 WJR sponsored by integrative oral medicine. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Dr. Thompson and Dr. Watkins for talking to us this evening about taking charge of our health, being proactive, and avoiding the devastating results of undiagnosed oral pathogens. Thanks also to my co-host, Siobhan Cronin. To learn more about Dr. Thompson's practice, you can reach both doctors directly at 248-642-1000. Again, that number is 248-642-1000 or by visiting them on the web at ioralmed.com. Again, that's I-O-R-A-L-M-E-D.com. We hope you enjoyed this special show and that you become more informed about oral health and its impact on the major diseases of our time. Thank you for listening. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.